I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. your host tommy john joined by dan what is up dude what is going on you have a new job you're you're um you're just uh a busy guy you got a lot of things going um Uh, actually i didn't tell you what i i pulled i won on quid like a a one of one card it's like worth a lot of money how much can you say on the podcast it's I don't know because okay. the the current so one of nine of from Atari. It's like a it's an autographed centipede box by the like I don't know if you know, but with like Atari, mm-hmm. they didn't really give credit to the developers. Oh, so, I didn't know that. Like, well, there was just no name of the you know on the no. So they're finally like give. That's why in um, Adventure. So in some of the games, I'm sure later they gave credit, but the first Easter egg is an adventure, and it's if you do this certain thing in the game, you see the name of the creator. Oh. So like that was like the first, but so I got this. I ended up winning this one of one centipede autograph box by Donna Bailey, who was like the coder slash creator. Of centipede, wow. so yeah, you, I don't, you, and you don't know exactly. I don't know, but you... I, I'm waiting to move it to uh, open seas. So it's I'm waiting for it so it get like to get minted so I can move it to the blockchain because okay. they did the current last bid is forty thousand dollars for the Atari cartridge, the the ones they did on open seas. So wow. Forty thousand dollars. Yeah, and that was like a one of ten series. And this so, one's even smaller. This, one of nine. A one of one. One of one. A one of one. It's the only one of this. Wow, dude, I I won this. I, my heart was gonna explode. I was very. I was trying to win. This How do you one. win that? How do you just win? You don't just win. So this one, there was three separate for this competition. There was um, like multiple things you could win. There was if you got first, you got a one of one Pong arcade cabinet um, mm-hmm. signed by the the Pong, I th- Alan uh, whoever Alan it is. Something. Well, yeah, it's yeah. he signed. Uh, so he it was. If you came in first, you won that. If you came in third, you got a um, an old badge from working at Atari with that guy Alan. Um, and he signed that, and that was a one of one. The first one was a one of one. The third spot was a one of one, and then I came in fifth place, okay. and that was a one of one. And so, how you you win? You have to get the lowest cards. So, was, was like people kept people are like buying low cards to get lower than you and pushing you out of that fifth spot. And then you try and buy. I was in like sixth, and I guess someone thought they were in sixth, and they sold the card. They dropped them. Like, I don't know. How, I was in sixth last uh-huh. time I looked. And then when the competition ended, I was in fifth and I won. And I was freaking out. And the they uh, congratulated me on uh, Discord, the app, like Quid did. The... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Wow, dude. Well, cool. That's, yeah, that's so big news, man. Big things. I don't Ho- know. Hopefully you can, you know, sell that for a nice little chunk of uh, coinage. No, I'm keeping this. This is. You keeping it? This is a uh, an heirloom. Oh, okay. You can pass, I'll pass it, down. it down. Yeah. Generation to generation. To you know my what? Child will say, I will bequeath <laughs> this digital NFT to you. NFT. NFT. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. But um, that, so did you did you hear about the um, did you hear about Tegaloo? Or take a look at these nuts. Take a look at these nuts. 
Uh, check out our cousin's uh, stream, Maddie Gorm TV, and he's on TikTok too. Um, I was in his chat the other day and I got him good. I said, I'm uh, only on the original TikTok. When did they make a TikTok too? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's in beta right now. TikTok oh, too. No, he, yeah, he's got another TikTok, um, for Maddie Gorm TV. He's also got discount Mr. Beast, but, um, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a fun, fun video of, of me getting him in the chat with the Tagaloo. Uh, but he's got a great stream. So you take Tagaloo. Ah, <laughs> yeah, he was so mad, man. Oh, that was uh, I watched that. I was like, I started laughing. He's like, because he, he's like, what is this? What is this? Like saying, and he said it, and he didn't couldn't figure he couldn't it out. Figure it out yeah. He said it. He's like, ah. He's like, fuck you, Tom. <laughs> but uh, man, uh, we've had a busy week, man. Um, I guess we'll start in, in order. Is that you or me? Oh, I think my neighbor's uh, fire alarm's going off. Oh, um, really? I, I can't hear anything. Yeah, it's 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 like only faint. But do you need to do something? No, it's it's our they're probably just cooking. No, um, we don't like that. Yeah, we don't like them. Hopefully, that's not um, anything bad. But um, so last Thursday, today's Thursday, so a week ago, I got a new tattoo. Oh yeah. The octagon. I got a little octopus. I'll post it on Twitter. Uh, when I when I released this episode, uh, turned out pretty good, um, and honestly, itches like a motherfucker right now. Um, I was like waking up like three times last night because it was itchy, so itchy. But that means it's healing, which is good. So yeah, it look it looks great, man. It really. It, who was saying that it makes your other tattoo look so? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, it's uh, so detailed. They're like. Mm. It's like one one my the one on my right arm is is pretty simple and 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 derpy and then the other one's like really complex. So I was actually thinking about doing something around the original tattoo I had, like a like a complex like almost like framing of it, like maybe like a like a tree kind of thing. So because it's an owl, also kind of make maybe look at look like it's in a tree or something. But uh, we'll see. Um, but. It was, it's kind of cool. So I, the the guy I I went to for the tattoo, his name is Dutch Cook. He has his own spot in Easton, Pennsylvania, um, called Flying Dutchman. Um, like randomly, like pr- almost probably a year and a half ago, like like the 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 fall before COVID hit, I was at a bar in like way North Jersey, and I just see this guy because I had, I had thought about getting an octopus on my 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 body at some point. And, who, who doesn't? I mean, we all yeah. have those thoughts. I mean, pretty pretty hot. But um, you know, I've I've watched the hentai, but uh, <laughs> so I see this guy and he's got a really cool octopus tattoo, and I just like, hey man, where'd you get that? Because like something like an octopus, you, you want like somebody who knows you, what I they're doing. You were approach was with I watched the hentai. I watched. Hey hey sir, I watched the hentai. And we became instant friends. Instant friends. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I asked them because, like, you know, you want somebody who's, like, good at, what, like, doing that kind of stuff to do do it on, like, permanently on your body. And he was just like, yeah, this guy. And I, like, wrote it down. And, like, you know, I followed him on Instagram. Like, kind of just forgot about it for a little bit. It was, like, COVID hit. And then I was like, and then I saw him post something again. And I was like, oh, I should just book this thing. So I booked it. I was talking to him. And, like, he's a really cool dude from the area. And uh, we, we kind of had a little heart-to-heart about octopuses because he's into them too. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a fun time. It was a very fun time. But And then uh, two days after that, well, there was a little surprise party, Dan. Oh, yeah. And there was an octopus there. There was an octopus there. And it was a real surprise to everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was my birthday. Yeah, and big 30. Yeah, I was surprised, but I have to say, Mm-hmm. I I did not suspect a goddamn thing until the day. Like I didn't even surprise party didn't even cross my mind until I literally started just everyone was gone and I was sitting in my room and I was like Where's I looked it? at a note I looked at a notebook and I really wanted to write down it could be a surprise party and because I just started to think about things I was like where the fuck is everybody like my my whole family just went shopping and I'm like all right I'll, yeah cool i i mean i was going disc golfing anyway i was like it, it could happen 
Mm-hmm. And because you have to talk yourself out of a surprise if it's not like if she's just bringing you to, to lunch, you can't be like, oh, it's going to be a surprise party. I wonder how many people she invited. Who is mm-hmm. that like, you know, so I I still, it, you know, it wasn't really it was just like things were weird. So that was my thought. Like it wasn't it, it just because she was like, oh, you, I'm not telling you where we're going and you have to be blindfolded. Well, once she blindfolded me, I was like, all right. Yeah, the gig I'm is gonna, up a little bit. Well, well, because I knew exactly where we were. I know, I know this entire area. Yeah. Right? Like, so like, well, she made a. I was narrating it to her, and she was getting so mad. She's like, "Stop!" <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, we're passing the the foot, the you know the baseball field now." And she drove around the block once, and I was like, "She's like, do you know where you are?" I'm like, "Yeah," but she actually just made a wrong turn and. But uh, so once we got to us like past Dilly's, I knew yeah. where we were, and I was like, "Where in the world did I want to go to lunch around here?" <laughs> and, and at that point, I was like, "It's a surprise." Like in my head, I was kind of like, "It's probably a surprise party, or I'm gonna be really surprised by lunch." Like, what the fuck? When did I say I wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese? But it's yes, like, <laughs> Chef Gordon Ramsay like cooking in like a just like somebody's kitchen for you. In a meadow. I'm like, this was my one dream I remembered. She's like, yeah, I know. Remember you said that? I'm like, holy, okay, this that does beat a surprise party. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was funny. nice. It was it was really nice. It was, it was funny because your girlfriend obviously um, planned it all, which was awesome. And when she told me about it, she's like, oh, yeah, like that day, planned something with him. So that, like, you know, he doesn't suspect anything. So I automatically just assumed, like, oh, I'll bring him there. That that's what it meant. Like, oh, I'll plan something. That kind of... I I think that's reasonable. Yeah, and I, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. So that that's when I texted you. It's like, yo, me and Hurley want to play disc golf on your birthday. You want to do it? And you know, because like, I had thought that like maybe she had like already planned something with you that night or something like that. Well, see, I only started to, like, think about all of that stuff once I already suspected. Like, it start, I was like, oh, yeah, Tom fucking blocked. Because I, I started to step back, and I was like, if I had to plan a surprise party, what's the first thing? I was like, oh, yeah, block off time. Like, Tom said diff golf. And I was like, and Rachel wanted to do a, a lunch. I was, I was like, that made me mad because I was like, oh, I want to go play disc golf. And <laughs> you just, I was like, you didn't tell me about this lunch. You because you planned it. I had already agreed to disc golf. And she was like, no, I had a lunch. But I was like, I already told him I could play disc golf. Oh, yeah. And then you told yeah, me that. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I, just later or whatever. And then I texted her. And I was like. I like disc golf. I was like, hey. <laughs> I guess, like, you know, like, though our wires got crossed. It was totally fine. It all worked out in the end. But I was just like, I was like, oh. like I thought, like, that was going to just, like, totally, like, blow it. Like, once. Once, like, well, I had to, like, not like, do the disc golf. Maybe, maybe, th- well, you said, like, maybe two. And I, and I was like, well, fuck. Because you put a time crunch on it, I was like, oh, maybe Tom's got to do something later. Because, oh, no. Yeah. Well, obviously, no, well, I didn't. But, yeah. That's what how I read into it. I was like, because cause I was like, well, what, as far as disc golf, I was like, what did you have to do that day? Because I was like, I guess two. So, because if she wanted she wanted to do lunch at, like, Told me like one thirty, and I was like, "Babe, are we?" I told him I would disc golf at three. <laughs> like, if you want to have a nice lunch, I'll come. Kind of and we got to get to Tinicum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, I guess we're close to Tinicum, so it makes sense wherever <laughs> we're going. Like, I. Yeah, it, it, it all worked out, but it was like Hurley went to Tinicum. I know Hurley. Yeah, Hurley. Hurley didn't read the invite, <laughs> but um. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it was it was fun though. It was a good time. Oh, yeah, it yeah. Was, and I was, I was surprised. Like, I knew it was a surprise. I didn't know where the heck. I really had no clue where we were after a certain point. Mm-hmm. I knew the general area. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck. I and so, any amount of people she got, I was like, Shh, damn. Yeah, it's like what? I was 30 just like people? looking. I was in a blindfold the entire time, so that was the first time I could see it. Like. I'm like looking at everyone. I'm like, oh god, huh? <laughs> and you were there, and you. And... <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we got a lot of people. Like, uh, even Kurt was there. You got Brandon. Brandon showed up. Um, 
Kurt brought his little dog that was really cute. Oh my god, that was the cutest moose. Yeah, so moose was like a girl. It was a weird girl name, but and maybe blue, moosey. just the bluest eyes. That's crazy. It was a um. Australian was Australian Shepherd. Yeah, no, it was awesome. But yeah, no, it was fun. And then um, um, we were we were at the party for a while. Then we all went down to um, your place. Because we, uh, oh yeah, we, and then we ended by getting in a um, I it was just a debate because a it wasn't a, it wasn't an argument because it was only a argument because Brandon he just talks he like how he talks is so loud. And oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, I I have my yelling was his talking, and I was yelling like I was yelling back at him. So yeah, just my points because he was just talking so loud at me, and KK was getting so upset. She was not happy. Oh yeah, I mean, well then she she just went over to Havana's, right with oh, Kyle. Yeah. But did I tell you what happened after? Um, oh, go on. Yes, please well, do. So, um, well, you know they called Kyle first. Yeah, I know they called Kyle first. And you, you know what his response was? He's like, you should be able to do it. He's like, you have three people. Yeah, yeah you, you, you guys should. You should be able to do it. You yeah. should try. So, then, like, I don't know. And the Kyle's story. Like, the yeah. story is so my sister was at like I guess a wedding in the same town, and her friend's boyfriend got blackout drunk he couldn't get up he was throwing up and um he is, a big he is like six three like 250 mm-hmm. he's, he's a, a solid dude. dude he's a big big motherfucker and he looks just oh. like tom brady so i get we walked back to your house after the bars and i get the call from becca he's like you guys still out here and i was like no he's got back what do you need he's like we gotta lift uh whatever his face is and I'm I'm thinking like I didn't even realize Ben was there, but like, like he's still a big dude. Like there's no way Becca and Melissa were picking him up. Um, I I know, but there was a third person, which completely changes the equation. Yeah, yeah. I, easily, I think you can do it with three. I, I think the only issue, and now I mean this will be in 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 their defense, is he you had to get him up on over on your shoulders. And you had to be tall enough to get him on the shoulders. Okay, I, I wasn't there. I, yeah. I don't. He, he, did, he I, was. I will. I will agree. He's a big, like, not like just he's fat. He's just a large individual. Yeah. Like, well, here's the thing. I mean, he wasn't getting up. We had to lift him up off the ground. Yeah, he was completely. He was like sitting on the ground, like head head in his hands. Literally, I showed up, slipped in his throw up, and then got my footing. <laughs> put him under my arm and like Ben at the same time. And like, it was still a struggle. Like, I mean, once he was on his feet and kind of stumbling, it kind of moved fine, but yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. But then, and then Becca told me the next day that they had called Kyle, who was like half a block away. And Kyle was just like, you guys should be able to do it. Just do it. Kyle. <laughs> Come on. No, who cares? I agreed with Kyle. When he told me that story, I was like, they had three people. He wasn't, he was home. Kyle was like, he wasn't half a block away. He was at Havana's. Was he? That's what Becca said. He was still at Havana's. I don't think he was at Havana's. Um, because he didn't walk May- back maybe. with us. He went over to Havana's while we walked back. I still think I would have. I mean, I might have gone, but I don't. I might have been like, Wait, you were three people? Like, yeah, it, but it's two girls. Not to say I, that they can't I do know. anything. It's two girls and Ben. So it's not that hard. So you lift the you one person would like step over them and mm-hmm. lift with both arms up while they get from the back on either side for like, I, I mean, think, I, don't, I, don't, I, I agree I, that it I probably I was the one person that, and it was, I could have, we could have done it with three. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying that I think, yeah, I think they could have done it. I don't know how long it would have taken them. Honestly. He was, really? he was, he is a solid per. Like I'm, I'm telling you, I, I know. I, I guess again, I'm not. I wasn't there, but I think I could. It was dead. It, it was honestly, it was dead weight, and like most of the weight was on my side, and I was, Ooh. I was struggling. I, I, yeah, okay. And like, I mean, not nothing against Ben. Ben's not like a strong dude. But he's, I, I, 
I think he could. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's I'm, not like a you know overwhelmingly strong guy. You know, I'm not. He's not out here he pumping could, iron. I think, could, I think he could. I think. Uh, I think uh, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, it doesn't enough. matter. I'm going to go do that. I still have to throw up on my shoes in my garage. I'm not I get really to... against Kyle's reaction to it. I know you're like, just go help. I'm like, I, I can see, I can see where he's I can, coming. Yeah, well, that's what I was doing, and I just was like, I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to go do it. But like, <laughs> yeah, which is fair. I, I, I can't say if someone, I probably would go because that's just who I am. Yeah. But, Again, I'm just well, if, if Kyle, Kyle was point. home, like right. he explained it to me, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> He's like, "I they can figure it out." Like they, they have three. I'm like, "Okay." If Kyle I, was home, I think it's a different story. But I'm I, I Becca said he was at Havana's, which is like when when he told me, I could have swore he said he, uh, but I, I don't fully remember the conversation. I just remember him him literally like, "No, you guys, can, you guys can handle it." No, oh my God. Well, they couldn't obviously. So yeah, clearly. But uh, yeah, so that happened. Then, then it was Mother's Day. How was your Mother's Day? It was great. Yeah, did you guys do anything fun? We went for a hike in the rain, up in literally right by you, Round Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm literally we, like sitting right next to Round Valley right now. Behind. I know. I was when we got there. I wasn't sure. I was like, "Where the hell have I heard Round Valley?" And then I looked. I saw like Lebanon on the map. Oh like, yeah, and I was like, "Where? That's not where you live." It's not where I mean. It is where I live. If you want to come get me, I live. I don't know in yeah in Round Valley. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, it's a pretty big town. Nobody's gonna find me. But um, last fun was the, the rain. Was it that bad that day? Was the rain that bad? I don't remember. No, it it was like we just we got soaked, but yeah. And then we went to uh, that diner, the Clinton. Is the Clinton? Clinton Station Diner? Yeah. It was oh, awesome. yeah, that was awesome. That was, dude, they give you huge portions. Oh, my God. Insane portions. Yeah, and was... they got so many, like, little sweets. It's like the perfect diner. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that diner. Did you nice. see they built a drive through thing there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. I haven't done it yet, but um, that's a good spot. It's like a good post-bar spot. It's open 24 hours. Yeah. And yeah. they got, a, like, I mean, it's not cheap. Like, but they give you a lot of food. Oh, tons, tons, tons. Um, so for uh, my Mother's Day, my mom came up, and met me and my sister, and we were out in New Hope. We went to Carla's, which is uh, ironically enough, that's where, um, that's where uh, I had to go pick that guy up. Tom Brady. Tom Brady was. Um, so we we had lunch at Carla's. Me, my sister my mom and my sister's ex-boyfriend Ben um and it was it was fine it was good you know it was a, it was a good the food was really good and then like I'm sitting there right and I'm I'm sitting have you been to Carla's yeah I've been to Carla's you know like the dining room is like kind of like it has the open doors like open like gazebo-esque thing yeah so my back is to the entrance right I'm sit- we're sitting there like right at the entrance and you know whatever we're talking and I look across at both my mom and my sister, and they both go pale as a ghost, right? And then my mom, like, looks up to somebody walking in behind me, and she goes, hello. And I hear this guy say hello. And he passes me on my left. I'm looking over, and I look him up and down, and he's wearing camo. He's an older gentleman. He's got, like, you know, scraggly gray hair. He's probably in his, like, mid-60s, late-60s. Um, he's got dog tags on him and in his arms, in his hands is what looks to be a homemade semi-automatic rifle in his hands. What? Yeah. Swear to God. And he walks past us and then he, everybody in the restaurant, like dead, like dead, not dead alive, but like dead silent. They're all looking at him and he like, I, I'm assuming he might have been drunk or, or, or whatever because like I saw him go up the stairs to the bar and you know he took a step and like was having a tough time getting up to the steps and he got up there and you know at that point I was like I'm about to hear a bunch of like bullet pops in the bar I'm like what the hell is happening and um 
everybody's like, what the fuck? Like everybody's like looking in there and basically he tried to, I guess he tried to order, or I don't even know if he tried to order a drink. They just escorted him out of there and called the cops. Um, our, we asked our server like, you know, what the hell happened in there? He's like, Oh, he got escorted out. I was like, he was like, I, I asked him what he had in his hand. He said a weapon. So we were just like, all right, you're out of here. <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know if it was a real gun. Cause it did kind of look like almost MacGyvered a little bit. Like it yeah. looked like almost one part was like a, like a metal hamster wheel at one point. Like it, and it was like weird. And he was just like out on the street there. Wait, what? It was a metal hamster wheel. Well, like one part of it, like, like I didn't see like, you know, obviously it had like, you know, like the kind of like a gun barrel, but like, like where you didn't, how, this is the, how is this the first time I'm hearing about this? I was saving it for the podcast. (laughs) This is insane. It was it was nuts, man. He was like out there, and like even he even pointed the thing, the gun thing, out to the road. Like he was definitely whacked out. Like he was not like he was not a like a stable person. He was like unhinged for sure. It was wild because it was like like I was thinking, it was like this is I'm about to be like on the news, you know, as maybe a victim. Hmm. If he started like, what would you have done? Well, my back was to him. So if he wanted to shoot, start shooting, like before he got in there, like like I was toast. I was done. But if he went up into the bar and started shooting, like I guess we would have ran. You know? But I would have grabbed something to throw. Personally. Maybe. I could just in cause... case he turned I mean, I probably would have tried to go see what's going on. I mean, if, if there's you heard people... an automatic rifle go off? I don't know. If I can if I could like if he doesn't know I'm right around the corner, yeah. I don't know, hide behind the door. Maybe I got a chance. If I grab a bottle, I hit him in the face. Well, I did think about it, and like, like there was I, a I brick about, wall in I between where I was. What was that? I think about. You have no idea how often I'm like. I someone, think about it too, man. If someone burst through my door right now, I have the first. I got a glass cup. I would throw it at their face, and I'd have to lunge at them because I don't know what weapon they have. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't fuck. think about it like in my home. I, I do think about time. it like out in public. I think I just think uh, because I don't know what if what if time travel exists. What if I do something in the future and they're coming back to get me? It seems logical, but why would they come now? Why would they just do it when I was a baby? Yeah, that's probably the best course of action. I don't know, but but, but maybe my my dad was a cop, so maybe that wasn't. Oh uh, yeah, was yeah, he was sleeping with one eye open. Now he's not so much, so they could burst in here. But guess what? I'm ready. Yeah, but they should yeah. know that if they're from the future. So when it, I mean I did think about I was like all right what what would I have done if something happened like there was a brick wall so if I didn't run out the entrance like if I thought maybe like he could start shooting me from the windows I can go up against the brick wall and maybe kind of wait on see what the hell's happening because he was not a nimble guy I think that was that was clear by the way he walked up those steps so I'm not worried about him like doing any real tactical maneuvers right. This is still crazy to me. It is crazy. I'm, I'm glad nothing happened. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, it was that, like, like... What? Like, even my mom called the other day, and she's like, did we, like... It Was that, like... Like, because, like, we obviously been thinking about it since it happened, because it was like... That was, like, almost exactly what you hear on the news, like, once a month at this point. Like, some crazy dude, like... A Mother's Day card. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was funny, man. Like, so um, after he gets like escorted out, and we we pay our bill and whatever, and we're walking back to the car, and um, we're, we're walking on the canal path where you fell into the canal, and we see a cop park at that um, that pay lot over there, um, like on the other side. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And we see him park there. That's where we're parked, and he gets out and he's like walking. And my my mom's like, are you looking for the mass murderer? And he's like, what? And like, he's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm like looking for some guy. And he's like, oh yeah, he was in Carla's, and like we told him what happened. He's like, stroll his eyes, like oh god, like he's definitely like too old for this shit. Like, <laughs> kind of lethal weapon. Like, oh my god, I don't want to deal with this. So yeah, um, obviously That's... it wasn't on the news, so nothing happened. Um, after we left, but um. Uh, pretty wild shit, honestly. Dude, that's insane. It was, I, it was, 
very insane. Um, you know, I like it's hard to say. It's like, am I lucky that nothing happened, or was like there was no chances of something happening because he like, had like a fake gun or something like that? Well, yeah, the whole that's time. you don't. That's the thing. You don't know. You don't know. It's two different. Some people went through. You said there was other people in there, right? Oh yeah, a lot of people actually. I'm packed. sure. I'm sure some people will forever say that it was a real gun and that, that like, but we, you, you never know fully. Like he could have just been this, uh, a messed up guy who had a weird hamster cage. Uh, I mean, yeah. you can find out probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure he got arrested. Yeah. Well, I don't. Th- I don't think he was detained or anything like that. Maybe he was, but that's it is crazy. Um, oh, it's because it's a, it's an open carry state. Pennsylvania. It was uh, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And that's what somebody said in the restaurant. And he's like, well, I guess it's technically an open open carry st- like state. And then like the dude that he was sitting with is like, I don't care if it's an open carry state. That shit was scary. I was like, yeah. Man. Well, it was- it's scary when someone does it. Like, I don't care if I see someone with a gun, you know, at a at a bar. Like, if you're in Texas, or I'm not going to – if it's holstered, I'm not, you know, it's whatever. It's an well, open yeah, carry Yeah, that's the thing. State. He was holding but- it. He was holding, and you said he just walked in. Yeah, he just like, st- that, like stumbled that is, in. That's not like a person with a weapon that does bizarre behavior. That is a reasonable. Like you can't just be like, "Oh, it's an open carry." I'm like, I don't like. No, that's not a reasonable person right there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if it's open. I I think yes, reasonable people can have guns. Sure, if they, but I don't think that like that doesn't warrant. Like you can't just be like, "Oh, it's open carry." He can have. Like he can have that. I'm like uh, that guy doesn't look like he should have that. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like he looked like you know, kind of like a vet, right? Like a like a Vietnam vet, like maybe having flashbacks or some kind of shit. So uh, it was definitely weird. I mean, it's a weird town, so like it's not the weirdest thing that's happened there. But like um, we were joking that like my mom saying hello to him may have just saved everybody. He saw like some humanity in people. Hey, or, you you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's some people that like maybe that's all they need. A like that snapped him back into like not doing anything. You don't you don't know. Yeah, man. It's it was uh it was it was wild, man. It's uh it's probably like one not, of the that's craziest not to say things. Anything against vets, I think, you know. It's it's not it's No, I tough. think it's great what they do for, you know, dogs, cats, um, rabbits. Um yeah. Oh, you but, mean veterans. Yeah. Veterans. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, yeah, nothing against them. Obviously we need to treat the vets a lot better in this country. But yes, it, it is. It's some suffer from men like PTSD. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, um, the big, the big craziness. Um, you know, last week. Yeah. That, well, we were in, uh, Hiking in the rain. Hiking, yeah. I mean, hey, listen. There was, there was just a guy without a shirt on. Like, it was really cold and raining. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> and he just didn't have a shirt on. Running. I mean, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't. Was, yeah, it wasn't awesome. warm that day. It was. It was. I had layers on. It was cold, and this guy. I whatever. If you want to run, I don't care. But it just I was like, how are you not cold? Yeah. I, you know, you, some you people, like, you like the cold too. I do like the cold, but like, I don't like being wet and cold, you know, I like being wet and hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not into the wet and cold, but I can, I, I, I can understand maybe like on a cool day, like, like a nice fall, like spring day, like going on a run and then taking off the shirt or whatever. But if it's raining, yeah, miss, miss me with that ish, as they say. Um, so you watched, uh, the green Knight trailer. Oh my God, dude, that is the coolest trailer I have seen in a long time. And it's right? got me really, really excited because mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it looks amazing. And I love that kid. Um, I mean, he's a man. But... Yeah. He's yeah, <laughs> probably older than us. Right. Yeah, but... but I, I don't know. I just, he, he plays a kid in so many things that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, he. What's the biggest? Uh, Slumdog Millionaire was was him, right? Yeah, and then um, he's, he's got a lot of things. Uh, yeah, and so, well, okay. If, if you haven't seen the trailer for The Green Knight, you can stop the podcast now and go watch it. Um, it's an A twenty four film. 
Um, but um, so it, the Green Knight, so it's um, Sir, it's, it's the Knights of the Round Table, and I think it's supposed to be like the first legit, like, like actual legend behind. It looks awesome. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I mean, so cool. like my favorite, honestly, if I could watch, if they would just keep coming out with fantasy, like not like just any type, of, like because that's to go like a quest, like a journey. I like adventure fantasy where they go on a journey, and this honestly looks like the coolest, like an epic, right? Yeah. And like like the thing about so like the 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 King Arthur stuff, right? They try to do King Arthur so many times, and it's always like King Arthur's got to be a badass or whatever. And they finally are like, "We're gonna do one about one of the different knights of the Round Table." And it's like more, it's like it's definitely like more rooted in like horror too, which I love. And dude, there's just a scene in the trailer that's just like when he he like comes comes up on the cliff, and then there's those giants. Mm-hmm. walking through the field. I'm like, that's like so cool. And then even the guy who comes in in the beginning, like the tree guy who seems to be the main antagonist. Um, the movie looks awesome. So um, it was what, supposed to come out last about? year. Hmm. Do you know what it's about? So I, I know, let me see. Um, I have a small knowledge of what it's supposed to be about. So the green Knight. um, it's actually like a poem about um, Sir Go- Gawain. Sir Ga- Gawain? Gawain? Is that right? Um, and the Green Knight and the yeah, related medieval right. work, the Green Knight. Um, so it is... Oh, fuck. I'm trying to... The Green Knight appears before... So the Green Knight appears before Arthur's court during a Christmas feast holding a bow of holly in one hand and a battle axe in the other. Despite this uh, disclaim of war, the knight issues a challenge. So that's the green knight is the guy who comes in that like tree looking guy. And um, one man to strike him with an axe with the condition that he returned the blow next year. At first, uh, Arthur accepts the challenge, but Gawain takes his place. Um, so I guess it's all about um, him fulfilling that like oath or whatever after striking him down, which um, seems pretty awesome. So getting struck down himself, I guess so, or like at least like a like a like a, a rematch battle maybe. It sounds like something like a rematch duel, but like that big battle axe is so sweet. Does seem pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know from the trailer. I got vibes like that old like wood dude was him what do you mean like him like i don't know well maybe i don't know we'll, we'll find out i i only just read a brief synopsis i'm not, i don't want to like because it is based on actual literature about king that's, arthur that's my uh that's my uh guess i, I we'll think see. i, I think it would be cool i have no context a lot of because apparently there's a lot of like these legends, these King Arthur legends about the different knights of the Round Table that have Possibly. never really been told in the the movie medium, and people are kind of hoping like this is a success, and then we start to get more of it. So yeah, actually, I was interested because so Arthur focused. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, I'd, have we ever had a good King Arthur movie other than like the Sword the and animated the Stone? One? Yeah, like that's like no. the only good one, right? There's been, like, shows that I've watched, and I guess when I was younger, I was kind of like, oh, cool. But I was always interested more interested more in Merlin. And then they had a, sh- a Merlin show, and it, I hated it. I didn't oh, really? It. Dude, yeah. I loved in um the second book of the Collector series um, how, like, Merlin was, was, a, was a character. Oh, yeah, one of the – it was the first guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, uh, he was, like, a – obsessed with like i guess more like science which is you know magic in a way but so the director david lowry because i kept making a big deal about him why what did he do um let's see what did he direct filmography 
Um, nothing. Um, he did a ghost story. I don't know if you saw that movie. No. Uh, he did that Disney movie, Pete's Dragon. It's always so funny when, like, these directors mm-hmm. will have, have done, like, nothing even close to, like, yeah, be like, right. oh, Star Wars. Like, wh- what? Like, what did they do before? Oh, they did this and this. I'm like, where would you? But And then they make something awesome. Yeah, I mean, looks like he, I mean, I guess the Disney one was pretty big. A Ghost Story was supposed to be a really good movie. Um, and then um, he's doing the Peter Pan and Wendy movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So, The Green Knight, did it did get released last year in um, uh, Russia, which, uh, um, let me see, it says release... Obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic was a big issue. Let's see. I feel like it had like a good score already from the people that did see it. People were pretty hyped about the movie. But um, I'm pretty excited. And they also just announced today that like um, you don't really have to wear masks anymore if you're vaccinated. Did you hear that? Yeah. I got to get my second vaccination. When's that? Do you have a plan? Yeah, the 20th. And then the next day, next day I gotta go get, um, my all my car stuff taken care of. Nice. I got an appointment at the DMV. Well, hopefully you're not too sick the next day. I, I know. I'm hoping so this not. is gonna be a like a, a miserable Boom. thing. <laughs> I'll be in line just. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was dude, a dude. There, the DMV's like booked. Yeah, I know. I, it's, I it's crazy. Scheduled this a while ago, two, three weeks ago. Did you see how people are? Like, it's not happening in Jersey yet, but like people like going crazy over gas, gasoline. What that it how the price it's, of it? Well, no. So like apparently a Just hacker buying like, it group like hacked into like a, an oil supply or whatever. And now, like, supposedly there's there's not a lot of gas, especially on the East Coast. Like, I was talking to my coworker in Virginia, and there's just lines everywhere in every gas station. There's videos on the Internet of people, like, filling up plastic well, that's, bags. That's, with... that's what they want you to think? Well, yeah, because I know. It's, it's like the what? toilet they're, paper thing. They're going to buy gas at the ridiculous prices that it's at right now? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's it's crazy. I I don't I don't. They they said that it's gonna be fixed maybe by this weekend, hopefully. But like, it hasn't really affected. Like, I'm sure pr- uh, prices got went up a little bit in Jersey, but nothing, nothing crazy. But um, some big news dropped today um oh. in the Magic the Gathering world. Oh. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing like crazy. It's more like controversial stuff. So. Oh. Uh, you remember. That one year at PAX where they had that big tournament for Magic. That one year. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, when the arena, arena first, yeah, first, first came, came out. out. Yeah. Kibler uh, hosted it, kind of. Uh, yeah, he hosted it. And then Andrea Mangucci won. It was like a million-dollar prize or whatever, $250,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the beginning of a new pro league kind of play for magic so if you remember when we used to play like the the organized play was always like you you grind at gps and ptqs and if you do well there you can get it onto the pro tour yeah etc 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 um one thing that a certain amount of points like you would there was it was a point system yeah there was a point system and there was um I think uh, eventually a lot of people start to complain that like you don't it's not really sustainable to be a magic pro. It, it was so tough. Like like I remember uh, Case got on it twice, but he was literally going to you had to go to every event and you mm-hmm. had to like it's so hard to top eight. Like yeah. even I mean it's I guess it's not hard when you're going to every event and you're playing so much and you're playing at such a high level. Yeah. It maximizes your chances but still it's even then it's still difficult to 
just because of the sheer you could just get a bad match. Like you can only lose two games most of the time in out of like nine games. You have to yeah. You have to win seven games. And like just th- th- it's so draining. Like after a while. If you're cuz cuz sometimes you're doing like magic weekends where you go oh, from yeah. one GP or it's a GP and it's two days. And mm-hmm. which, you know, or you'd go from one PTQ to another. The one that's on Saturday, one's on Sunday, which we did once. And if you didn't like make, you get you would get some points towards mm-hmm. you know. And and I guess that's why if you were doing that, you you some people would get an invitation. But it's still like you, you weren't getting the money. You weren't getting. Like, well, you yeah. had to fly yourself to wherever the the pro tour was. So the big complaint during that system was like this this is this isn't a even for the actual pros you don't really like like other games like other esports and stuff like that they're they're kind of guaranteed x amount of money right as pros you can be a pro and that can be all you do you can't really do that in magic you have to create content or work for another company or whatever so there's no like true like magic pro, right? You know yeah. that just plays, or they generate little like monopolies on. Dude, I, I'm telling you, there there had to be, like, at least at some point with like I I'm not trying to say channel fireball, but like that type of whoever was the the whoever magic sponsored team. a team. Yeah, because th- they'd get a bunch of pros. Mm-hmm. They know they would all know what decks they were playing, so what cards to buy up low, and and like, cause that's what they do. They buy and sell cards. Mm-hmm. So they they'd be like, oh, my whole team is running this one card that is low. As soon as a tor- big tournament came, and especially if they t- did well, yeah, like, or if you just saw like thirty eight of that deck in fucking in the in the like, deck the deck list yeah, all of a sudden people are like at the tournament actually trying to buy it because oh I'm yeah. going to play this deck next week or whatever. It, that's why it was kind of like how do you you can't stop that? Like there's there's no way to I mean the the only way to I guess is to go to um arena where you don't really buy cards. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah. And that that was probably I I think that's Probably not the main reason, but I'm sure was a a strong reason why uh, Wizards of Coast moved to like an arena type thing because they're not losing as much money. It's not like trickling out to vendors. Well, yeah, I mean, like I think Magic Magic itself makes money because it's because once they don't, they're not in the singles game, so they're just you know yeah, singles come from people opening packs, and when people open packs magic or wizards makes money but what they what they did with um so when arena launched they abolished that whole ptq system right there was no more pro tour and they introduced something called the mpl which is magic pro league and that was going to be the whole thing like you like a certain amount of people qualify and then they had like some some other different leagues like lower tiers that like it was like a really convoluted way to even get into those tiers. So when they did that, like all of a sudden the, all those pros were like guaranteed pro play, but not like your average Joe, like the the percentage chance of like me or you ever even getting to that level is like was like such a small chance. Like it was already a small chance, but now there wasn't even like a real pathway to doing it. So that kind of sucked but and then but nobody also cared about the MPL cuz it was just pros playing each other you kind of want to see like your buddy play LSV play or Craig, Craig Wisco we, you know dude, that's... that's literally all of our like all we would talk about is what pro like i, I ben knows exactly what pros he's beaten and mm-hmm. because it's like it's fun when you i mean again they're going to win over time more, but when you go to a tournament and you house a pro, especially like a cocky pro, you know, like, oh, yeah. like what, what was that one dude? Um, Jerry Thompson. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, like the golden child apparently in, in the community, but I, I, in my experiences with him, I, it was not ever pleasant, but whatever. I, I don't know him. I just, yeah. he was always so, and again, Pete, like I think, when when you deliver when you can 
cool. You can you can be cocky, but but it's still nice to, you know, beat those people who who are good and they're just like, I know I'm good. I know yeah. I play good decks and I know how to play. Because you know there are people. Some people are intelligent. It, you you can be cocky and back it up. And he's not. He's intelligent. He plays well, but. Um, I, it's also fun to beat those people. And that is the best part of magic was like going and be like, all right, let's see if my janky homebrew can stack up to these guys literally doing this for their job. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so that was the problem with that system. And today they announced that that system's going away. Like, I think this weekend is the last weekend of, of league weekend where like those leagues will play and all those people are going to like all the points that they have accrued will go towards the world championship or whatever. They're all pros and they're going to qualify for that. But the next year, how do we qualify the world championship? I don't even know if we can, honestly, I read it and it didn't sound like we can, but they still have like these championships. They still have these kind of pro tour things like, uh, for each set that comes out. Like right now, Strixhaven is out. Strixhaven set championship is or already happened or is going to happen. And then there's always another one, but for the, it looks like for the next year, there's nothing because paper tournaments aren't going to really happen until maybe 2022, 2023. Um, but they, they announced that they're going to bring back the GP and PTQ system, which is kind of cool. I prefer that way. Cause I like going to those events and, and whatnot. So we'll see how I, it goes. Dude, I like as, as much as I said earlier, how like draining they are, they're still f- like the most fun. Like, just 100%. hanging out. I mean, until you lose, like, there's a point at which everyone starts to be like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so just yeah. Like, I, I got to get out of here. Well, I also think in, in, you know, as we got older, we actually handled like the ebbs and flows of losing a little bit better. And we kind of just like accepted it and like, you know, would go root for someone else. And yeah, I think no, initially I'm, we were just. I'm not saying that. Like, I yeah. like. I don't even mind losing because most of the time, like, cool, I can go play side events. Like, oh yeah, exactly. I go, I go to play magic. Like, mm-hmm. I go to these events because I'm like, all right, it's a weekend. But at a certain point in the day, where I'm just like, all right, I've played like three drafts of the same set. I can't draft anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I I got I dropped out of the the event, and it's always so stinky and hot. Yeah, just yeah. because of the pe- <laughs> the amount of people in one room, like every. All of the events are just like the temperatures up and it's just stinky. And, and it again, really is. There's, you, I will it's say gonna happen. that's just life from when we um, started playing competitive magic to now, or at least before COVID the overall hygiene has increased in magic players. I will say that because I think people were calling it out a little bit more like over the years. Well, well Jerry got, 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 oh, he got in, yeah, he got banned. Got Jerry, banned. Jerry, um, uh, what was this Thompson? No, no, that was um, that's the it's, pro. Well, I don't want to say. His name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't I know matter. His name. Yeah, um, he, but he he was he ever did he ever qualify to be a pro? No, he was good. He was good. He was, he was good, but asshole. he also was the same. He was exactly. I guess it's just Jerry's. He yeah. thought he was always right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was very and listen. A lot of times he was, but he used that to his advantage. He could put people on tilt just because he was like six four and he's like, yeah, he was I pretty thought, ripped too. I, I'll, I'll beat you up. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, I'm not trying to. He's like, well, he, he he would get upset though, like mad when yeah. people would beat him, especially if he didn't think they were, uh, like, he he will like he would respect you and say like little things if you made a good play. Like, yeah, I will give you that. He would be like that was smart. Like, but he'd say it in an assholeish way. Like, oh, of course, of course, like 100. percent well, yeah, that wasn't the stupidest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. Right, cool, cool. Thanks, Jerry. That's I'll take what I can get. But right, you gonna O2 drop? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, but you know what? Like, we're I I'm I'm excited for the future. But everybody on Twitter, all the pros on Twitter, were complaining. It was like, oh, I can't. It's, it, it can't be sustainable to be a pro. And you know what? It it, it really isn't. But like, the, I think Wizards has realized that, you know, the people that are going to make money are the ones streaming it, right? The content creators, like, because that's, that's where the viewers are. Like well, just that it's the most logical. The viewers are going to be where entertain, like not just the best players, the most entertaining players, mm-hmm. like on Twitch, like the, the numbers of people watching, like 
big tournaments was like small compared to the top streamers of magic. So it was just like, what are they going to do? I, I hope when paper magic comes back, like, you know, in person, I think, I hope there's a big resurgence, especially with how many people have gotten into it over the past year have been buying cards and stuff like that. Um, so, and also I'm, I'm once they get uh, mobile figured out, it's, it, it just, diversifies their base like phones kids have phones that are like so much younger mm-hmm. well if, i mean mobile's can't... on there now so i know but i yeah. i can't i can't get it to work because um my mobile's crap yeah, yeah. But, um but i think the younger people start playing and understand because magic's a complex game it's kind of like chess you have to it's it's difficult just to some people get into it older but i think the younger you you get into it and that you because i could go play any tournament because yeah. we've been through that we've literally done that we've gone to tournaments and and you any person can't do that because there's pressure going to play in front of people there's 100 you know it's it's a so i would say the the, the phone getting kids younger people mm-hmm. in into magic's sooner i think allows for magic to expand make it more at least popular and mainstream 100 and i think arena in general has made it bigger than it's ever been so percent. Oh, um and we're we're about that the next set is i could be one of the biggest sets of all time because it's the D set and they already spoiled oh. some stuff and it's pretty sweet so it's like all D stuff so D, i want to actually ask you something mm-hmm do you think cuz I was thinking about this a lot do you think there will be a D&D like VR like where you can you know there's a a, a DM that plays kind of outside and controls your world while the characters play a VR D&D well wouldn't that be like I, I was thinking about that I, I like, don't that think we're so very cool. far away from that honestly I, how cool would that be? That'd be amazing. That would be. I would. I that would get me back into D and D. Like I would be like, I, I need to play D and D because Jake said he was going to D and D, and it got me thinking. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, you know what? What is D and D missing? Literally, just a VR set where your dungeon master can just talk to you, and he can, like, where he he could literally be the freaking like world creator. Be like, oh, I'm gonna drop a, like he would have, kind of like a game creator view. Almost like the zombie game. Yeah, yeah, which would be amazing. Like, and he can just roll dice virtually and make, you know, we wouldn't see anything. We would just play in this world. I mean, I, I honestly hope that happens. I mean, I, D&D, I think, is, is bigger than it's ever been. Oh, um, dude, people, it's it's becoming so much more mainstream. I love it. I love it, too. I mean, I know for a fact Brown wants to play. I'm, I'm, I might learn how to DM and just do oh, it. You were saying that. I'm, so, I'm in pretty, pretty uh, stoked to at least try it. And, um, you know, I well, we'll, we'll see. But um, I think uh, it's going to bring us to the rec room, man. And wreck uh, room. what you right. got? I got this was recommended to me by Brandon. I recommend a lot of things, Brandon, uh, my sister's boyfriend. But they're all good. Uh, Cannon Busters. Dude, it, it's it's cool. It's uh, it's a fun. It's a fun show. It's on Netflix, and it's about this robot. She's a girl robot, or she's, I mean, she's modeled after a female. Wait, before you continue, I just wanted to say that you saying, like, sister's boyfriend reminded me of the the ongoing Todd Glass bit that his his boyfriend is his girlfriend's brother. It just sounded like you're talking about, like, your boyfriend. Yeah, well, my boyfriend, he recommends a lot of stuff. No, no, go ahead. Cannon Busters. So he this girl it opens up on like this robot who looks like a female and a little robot who's like the maintenance robot and um they're looking for someone called Philly the kid and mm-hmm. this girl sounds like Billy the kid is it supposed yeah. to be a take on that I'm pretty sure it is okay and Philly the kid he is immortal Mm-hmm. He has tattoos with numbers, and every time he dies, another tattoo appears with the like the next number. So like one, two, three, four, um, and pretty much the whole first 
season is them finding Philly because he's like a wanted. Um, it's like a Wild West kind of. It's post-apocalyptic esque, uh, Wild Westy, um, with like, you know how like in animes where they just it's oh there's lizard people and yeah, people, like where it's just like okay that's the world like there's no real I don't understand there's no context to what it's fantasy you know with with a. I guess there's some sort of physics, but there's also magic. But in this world, magic is supposed to be like extinct. The king banned it. So basically, they're trying to get to this place, and this girl robot is she's a friend robot, and she adds people to her friend registry. And she, once they're her friend, if they are in danger, she turns into this insane cannon buster, which is like half magic. Okay. Half robot, and they can just fucking go off. Like it's not a secret. She every episode, she she pretty much turns into. This oh, thing. okay. <laughs> like it's I'm not. It's not like a spoiler. She you you learn that she's this. She doesn't know though. She does it, and then she'll like turn back in and be like, "What happened?" <laughs> and uh, it's it's good. I I like the dynamic between Philly and the characters, and uh, there's this. You'll you'll find this. My favorite character is he's um, a he's like a samurai. His, his name's Nine, and he's this old drunk samurai. He's pretty much like drunk in awesome. style, but he's like an old drunk. But he's the best. He's like he can chop bullets like thousands <laughs> of bullets with his mat. He has a magic sword, and he gets better when he's drunk, like so much better. Isn't that how it always goes? That's awesome. But yeah, so Cannon Busters. It's on Netflix, and you should check it out. Awesome, awesome. Um, I'm uh, uh, recommending a hot sauce this week, but partly because I just want to see if we can get him as a sponsor. Um, it's a it's it's a hot sauce by Pain is Good, which is um like a brand by Spicin Foods who make the bomb hot sauce that's on. Um, hot ones. Um, but they make this sambal hot sauce. With sambal is like a a chili sauce. Um, I think commonly used in Indonesia. And I don't know what's up with this like fucking hot sauce. It's like the best hot sauce I've ever had. Like it's not really? too spicy. It's got some nice sweetness to it. What What do you like most about it? Um, it's like. It's like real flavor with like legitimate heat. Like I feel like a lot, it's like the perfect balance, and like it's also so you don't get too much heat. That like because I find sometimes the heat just burning takes away from any flavor I get. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't take away from anything. I think it only enhances because like you actually get a sweetness out of there, and it's also not like your traditional hot sauce where it's like just liquid. Like you can see the chili pieces in there. It's like almost a little more chunky. Um, I'll save you a bottle if you want because I, I yeah, I'm I, or, ordering quite a bit of it these days. Oh really? You and where do you get it from? Um, uh, my lady got it for me. I maybe at like um the world market, which is like a like just like a like a weird food store. And I was like, I'll just look online. And I found it like, you know, online. So I just ordered a bunch. So, because uh, I, I, I put it on almost anything now. It's like good I egg. put that shit on everything. Yeah, exactly, man. And and um, it's, it's bad because I have so many other hot sauces I got to have. And I keep just having more of this one. But it's like really good. Um, so Spice and Foods, if you want to sponsor the Tommy John show. Um all, all we ask is you just give us some free hot sauce. Um, but I yeah. want to just try it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So next time I see you, I'll, I'll, I'll let you try some. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, so what? I want to, on the show My Hero Academia, there's a yeah. character, and every time they say his name, I hear Connolly Woods. Oh, yeah? Like the, the former magic pro turned criminal? Dude, his name is K A M U I Kamui Woods. <laughs> so K A M U I Woods. He has like wood power, and he can like make wood like with his hands and 
save people. But every time they're like, Kamali Woods, I'm like, what? I hear every time they say it, it sounds exactly like Connolly Woods. I mean, it sounds like it. That's funny. He's a uh, crim- he's a criminal. He's off the grid these days. So is he? Yeah, I don't think anybody's heard from him. Well, do they know that there's a, a My Hero Academia character? I'm, I'm sure the Magic players just watch that show, and they're probably like, "Oh, we miss him dancing on stream." But um, you can find me at Twitter.com/slash Tommy Johns, Patreon.com/slash Tommy Johns, Nookshots.com. You can find Dan at the Rumor Rack. Um, any closing thoughts? Yes. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>